Nashville Predators channel their inner Drake on the West Coast over the weekend and go back-to-back with a pair of crazy wins. We got your game recap from both games, plus a plus-minus hitting the highs and lows of the weekend. That's today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at onthefourcheck.com. And like me, I have a very sleepy partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at insidethepreds.com. Uh, I think the mix of Oscars and late night hockey uh, has me just feeling like I had no idea how this show is going to turn out today. (laughs) And the award goes to not us today, maybe. Yeah, I'm telling you this West Coast road trip, keep in mind that my contribution was sitting on my couch and watching it on a television absolutely killed me. So how these guys, you know, how everybody from the team, the staff is coming home and they're going to jump right back in tomorrow, like kudos to you and your athletic greens because mama is exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. Going to need to uh, pound some coffee uh, this morning. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hey, let's uh, talk about both Predators games, shall we? Uh, Because... Similar endings to very, very different stories. Uh, on Saturday, Nashville Predators take on the LA Kings, win 2-1 to one in a shootout. Uh, Tommy Novak got the goal in the first period for the Nashville Predators. LA Kings had one also, so it was 1-1 for the entire game until Matt Duchesne scored the shootout winner, only uh, score in the shootout there. And then last night, it was also a Predators win in overtime, 5-4 over the Anaheim Ducks. This one, quite a different way to get there. Predators were up 4-2, very, very, very late in the game. Ducks tied it up with two quick empty netters. And then our boy Tommy Novak, who we just mentioned scored in the last game, gets the OT winner off a great feed from Phil Tomasino. That's a combination that's got to give Preds fans some happiness going forward. And what's your one word to describe this weekend's games? So I went back and referenced the gospel according to Whitney Houston, which is a veritable font of truths. And I went with, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. 
show them all the beauty they possess inside. I can do the whole song, but you get what I'm going for. And since it's only supposed to be one word, we'll limit it. But look, I feel like these young players, especially Tommy Novak, showed up big in these last two games. At the end of the trade deadline, this roster looked so different than it did at the beginning of the season. And I think we're finally kind of sifting through all of this change and seeing what does what does the Nashville Predators franchise really have here. And, you know, there are definitely some things that are missing, some pieces missing still. But what we're seeing from some of these young players, you mentioned Tommy Novak and Phil Tomasino. You know, I would throw in there Cody Glass, um, Luke Evangelista this week. Like, we are seeing some really great future potential, and we're seeing some fruit now. So for me, it's like, teach them well and let them lead the way. You know that Roman Yossi and Matt Duchesne have been listening to that on repeat this whole week. So let's hear it for the young guys. I could see Whitney Houston being the version of Roman Yossi. <laughs> like the music version of Roman Yes. Yeah. Okay, would she not tear it up in the locker room? Like she's quality locker room music. I can hear I could I can visualize Ryan Johansson and the Nashville Predators jamming out to I'm Every Woman. Just because that's a great song. I, can, I, would, put, I, can see it. I would put more like the Tina Turner vibe. Yeah, I can like, maybe like that wouldn't too. Proud Mary just hype up the boys before puck drop? We need to do a whole episode on locker room songs for the Nashville Predators. That's what we need to yeah. be doing. Well, looks like our off season might be starting <laughs> early, so why not? Quality content. We need friends. some content. Yep, quality. Yeah. And uh, of course, last night was the Oscars, so I am spoiler alert. Pulling from the film that won pretty much everything, everywhere, everything, all at once. Uh, it is a crazy ass movie. <laughs> um, it is basically just, you know, a bunch of different scenes. There's a raccoon involved. It's just kind of un, you know, dimensioned chaos. Uh, and that is kind of how I felt about last or this weekend's two games because it was just, especially that Anaheim game, just play oh, wow. after play after play. It's like, what is going on here? You see the Predators look like they're running away with it, uh, survive some crazy bounces, and then the Ducks just scored two quick ones only for Tommy Novak to get a beautiful OT winner. Uh, you know, there's a lot of just score changes and, you know, quick goals. And it's like, what is going on here? And then underneath it, just like everything everywhere all at once, underneath it all is just this kind of beautiful story, this one kind of connecting theme that bounces through multiverse to multiverse, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And that is that the youth are taking over, like you Come said. On. And that was kind of the big connecting point in these two games. I mean, Tommy Novak, we'll talk about him more in a little bit. He was the hero in both of these games. You have Kevin Lankinen 
stepping up and absolutely stealing a win. You've also had some good performances uh, from Igor Afanasyev, who made his debut. We'll talk about Fine. that in a second. You know, Phil Tomasino, obviously a star. Um, you know, I think in, in the last night's game too. Luke Evangelista played very well on Saturday before getting hurt. You know, so you're kind of seeing this theme you know, throughout the chaos, throughout some of these just wild, uh, you know, skin of their teeth wins, you're starting to see, okay, I can kind of see where the story of the Nashville Predators is going. Mm, I love that analogy. I haven't seen that film, but I did read the synopsis. And when I read the synopsis, I thought, I don't know that this is a, I don't know that this is a movie I can follow, but it apparently is very, very good. So maybe the Nashville Predators at one point are going to be very, very good. Yeah, uh, the key point was uh, Ki Yi Huan, yes. who was short rounded Indiana Jones. Yes, uh, decades later gets his first ever Oscar, Come and on. he is on stage with Harrison Ford at the end, giving him like the big hug. Oh gosh, I can't even. It's like a beautiful for for uh, full circle moment. I knew as soon as like. Uh, I, I won. I was like, oh my God, like short round gets to be reunited <laughs> with Indy, with Dr. Jones. Yes. Like, so fantastic is that? Mo of the night. Uh, so if you, have, you have not seen the Predators game or the Oscars, there are some good spoilers for you. Uh, also, yeah, 10 out of 10 would recommend going back and watching that movie. Okay. Also, would 10 out of 10 recommend sticking around because we have plus minus this week we give pluses to our top moments of the week minuses to things that need to be improved on we have a lot to break down from the past two games do that in a second but first want to mention today's show brought to you by athletic greens and one of their products i use every day a g1 talked about it before started taking it because well they just sent me a free case tried it out kept taking it because I love the way it made me feel. It doesn't have that weird green powdery taste. It is a smooth vanilla. More important, I love the health benefits it gets me. I started feeling more energetic throughout the day, had better digestion, a lot of positive stuff. So with one delicious scoop of AG1, I absorbed 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, to help me start my day right. Special blend of ingredients. It supports my gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, pretty much everything. It's lifestyle friendly. So it doesn't matter if you eat keto, paleo, vegan, daily free, gluten free, whatever. It fits in your routine and has just one gram of sugar. And let's face it, guys, it's cheaper than your daily cold brew habit. Less than $3 a day. And you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. All it is is one scoop a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, Ann, we haven't done one of these in a while. 
we yeah, it feels have, like it. We have been derailed uh, by trade deadline stuff. First, Matthias Ekholm, <laughs> uh, then David Poyle stuff, then trade deadline recap. But the dust has settled, so let's break out the plus minus, shall we? Uh, for those of you who don't listen to us often, this is where we give pluses to things from the past week of Predators hockey that we really enjoyed and minuses to things we think need to be improved on moving forward. Uh, and let's start with a plus, shall we? Drop we a should, plus on us. We should always start with a plus because we are optimists. And I'm going to go with the topic that we've talked about already this morning, but let's just really hit it hard and and give it the plus it deserves and that is the performance lately of mr thomas still can't find your middle name on wikipedia novak so tommy novak this is a a young guy who our good friend and on the forecheck uh rachel has loved she has championed tommy novak for several seasons now and we've been able to watch him in milwaukee really continue to develop his game and came up this season. I don't know that this is a player that there were a ton of expectations for across the fan base when it came to bringing him back up to Nashville. He had been here before. He didn't make his debut this season. But this is a player who didn't come with the expectations like Phil Tomasino or Luke Evangelista, maybe. This is a a player, though, who has really done the work and what he is contributing to Nashville. If you were to just turn on a Nashville Predators game and say, okay, I want you to pick out for me, you know, four or five of these players who are younger, less experienced NHL players, Tommy Novak would be nowhere on somebody's list if they didn't know his story. This is somebody who is playing like a veteran player. He is, you know, keeping up with the pace. He is covering the ice when he needs to. You know, we saw in one of the games, you know, Luke Evangelista, and I don't say this as a criticism, I've been delighted with him, but there was just a moment where he sort of missed a, a play where, a you know, where a, an opponent got kind of in a spot that he should have been covering and they scored a goal that was in the LA Kings game. Um and, and, and that's okay because I think he's doing a great job and he's learning as he goes. Tommy Novak really doesn't make many mistakes for somebody who doesn't have so much NHL time under his belt. And he's playing with confidence. And it's the kind of confidence where it's, this is my game. Not like I'm playing with this frantic energy. I'm trying to prove it to you and I'm getting really great bounces. And we all know the bubble's going to burst. Um, you know, I think we're seeing really a really solid hockey player for the Nashville Predators going forward. Statistically, I know he's kind of outside the mean of where he's probably going to land right now. But mm-hmm. I think the skill set that he's showing, that's his skill set. So huge plus for Tommy. I'm going to have to make up a middle name, Novak. The tank engine. Tommy, the tank engine, come on. See, this is why we pay you the big bucks, Nick. Yeah, well, the Predators aren't (laughs) going to tank, so he's not going to be an engine of that. (laughs) I love it. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, you look at Tommy Novak, and you kind of mentioned maybe outside the mean. I mean, his shooting percentage right now is 19.7, which is higher than... on crack, yeah. Which is higher than the the Tanner Janot shooting percentage last year that everybody is screaming, oh, come on, that's not going to be sustainable. Uh, But I go back to what I said about 
guys like Janot and guys like Forsberg and guys like Duchesne when they had their season last year, even if the shooting percentage drops, if you keep up the way you're playing, then that's going to translate to you being a good player and you being able to contribute to the Nashville Predators and in the NHL moving forward. And that's what I like to see from Tommy Novak. And that's what I think I am seeing. You know, I, we mentioned when he started getting hot earlier this year, he was still only like playing what, like 13, 14 minutes a game, something like that. John Hines was doing a good job of putting him in good offensive opportunities. Yes. Really without needing, without, you know, giving him a lot of defensive responsibility to not take a lot of own zone shifts, you know, to try to protect him. And one thing I've noticed, you know, especially in the past week is John Hines is starting to let go of that leash a little bit, extend it a little bit. You're seeing Tommy Novak, uh, get more ice time in different situations, uh, whether it's, you know, deep in the neutral zone or in your own zone. Tommy Novak is starting to get some spaces there, um, you know, improving on faceoffs. That's one thing I think, you know, maybe as a center, something he still definitely needs to work on. But, uh, you know, getting a little bit better as the season's gone on, at least by average, so you're starting to see Novak get a little bit of a longer leash to try and do other things, to try to you know fit into more spots and really grow his game. Um, and so far, it's translating. And like you said, and I, I don't know exactly like what his future is going to be uh, on the Nashville Predators. I don't know if he's going to keep this up and continue to be like a top six forward. Maybe he slots in as just like a really good, you know, third line depth score guy. But I agree. I look at the level of play mm -hmm. more than the stat line. And based on the level of play, what he's doing, what he's creating, and his heads up inness, which is a word I just made up, to get to prime scoring opportunities. That's what I think is going to translate to a good NHL career. And I like what I'm seeing in that regard. Yes, I agree. I love that he really does have a great balance of, of right now we're seeing him create plays. We're also seeing him finish shots. And so we're getting, you know, scoring from him and we're getting great playmaking from him as well. So I, this is a player I think we definitely want to keep our eye on and, let, and let's just see how he continues to trend. But I feel really good about what we're seeing from Tommy Novak. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I'm going to continue the young player trend. And I am going to give a plus to Phil Tomasino. Uh, we know the Phil Tomasino story. Oh, we uh, do. It has been uh, <laughs> frustrating. It's been a frustrating Phil Tomasino story this year. He had, of course, uh, a pretty good debut last year, 32 points, despite pretty much exclusively playing on the fourth line. Uh, he made guys like Michael McCarron and Matt Luff uh, look like prime goal scorers. Uh, just because of how well he created and how much energy he drove in that line. Wound up in the minors and a little bit shaky in the minors this year, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people were expecting that. I think they were expecting him to just kind of, you know, run ramshot on right. some of these AHL teams after a year in the AHL. And honestly, a little slow 
kind of transitioning back to NHL hockey after his call up late this season. But, you know, now that he's getting into more games, now that he's, you know, he himself, like Novak, is starting to get more ice time, more prime opportunities. You're starting to see that confidence come back and you're starting to see uh, him remind folks of what he did last year. Uh, of course, the assist on the game-winning goal in overtime last night. Uh, it also had a really good goal to open up the scoring on he the did. power play, which, yes. you know, hey, good setup by Dante Fabro too. I feel like that needs to be thrown out there. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're starting to see him pick up some steam, too. So, you know, as, as rough as the season as it's been for Phil Tomasino, I don't think a lot of people were expecting him to be where he is. True. I, I do. I do like uh, what Phil Tomasino's done the past couple of games. Yeah, he's he's definitely had a nonlinear trajectory this season. But I agree with you. Let's. I like where we're trending here, Phil. Don't know your middle name either. Gonna have to Wikipedia that. The thrill. See why? Phil like, this the is, thrill, Tomasino. Phil the thrill, Tomasino. We got all day, people. We really yeah. don't. It's got to be. Yeah. Minutes, uh, so. we're taking a break now. We are. So when we come back, of course, we do have to touch on some minuses. You know, it kills our soul a little bit, but that's just who we are. We give the whole picture. We're going to do that in just a minute. First, want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our great friends at Built Bar. Look, Built Bar, this is something that Nick and I both love. And if you are looking for a delicious treat, but you're really wanting to make some healthier choices, you got to try a Built Bar. So what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. It's real chocolate. You're going to trick yourself into thinking that you are eating a candy bar. They come in great flavors. They have churro. They have a peanut butter brownie. They have coconut almond. And I don't know how Built Bar does it, but I know that they are very successful because they make something that tastes like a candy bar filled with amazing macros. They are healthy for you. You're looking at 130 calories, only four grams of sugar in a Built Bar, but you're getting a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now they've made it even easier for you to try Built Bar. You don't have to wait around for a box. Of course, we've talked to you about going to Built.com, but you can now go to Walmart or Sam's Club in your hometown and get yourself a Built Bar. So head to your nearest Walmart today, go to the pharmacy and you can pick up a four count box of Built Bars, double chocolate. The coconut puffs are great. We're huge puffs fans here. And if you think bigger is better, go to Sam's Club. Get yourself a 13 count box with hit flavors like brownie batter. Or right now we are on a cookies and cream kick in our house. However you get your Built Bar, you're going to get something that tastes great and it's healthy for you. Hit up Sam's Club, hit up Walmart, and remember, you can always find Built Bars at Built.com. All right, Ann, we started off with some positivity on this Monday morning. Yeah, Gotta talk about some negativity now, don't we? Do we, though? Yes. Well, yeah, because it's the Nashville Predators. We do. Uh, what is a minus from the past few games for you? Okay, my minus is just going to be the sum total of the Arizona Coyotes game. Like, what a letdown game. Look, this Nashville Predators team, whatever it is, the iteration that we are seeing being born from whatever happened at that trade deadline, 
Um, it was, this is a team that's trying to put some things together. And then we run into the Arizona Coyotes and this team, look, I am, I do not believe in superstition. I know there's a lot of hockey superstition going on. I don't necessarily believe in that. I do have a lucky pair of hockey shoes, but there is some sort of hold. And we talked about this last week that the Arizona Coyotes have over the Nashville Predators. And it's a team that loves to play spoiler. And that team, it's almost like they've gotten into Nashville's mind or the schedule is set up so that Nashville's always, you know, kind of hitting their letdown game. That game against Arizona was just, that was a tough hockey game to watch for 60 minutes. And not at all indicative of what I think the team is capable of. So for me, again, that damn loss to Arizona. Come on, y'all. I, I don't know what it is about the Arizona Coyotes. There is a thing, isn't there? Uh, and I flame our episode where we just ran down the history of Pred's terrible performances against the Arizona Coyotes. Maybe it's us. One of which might have been the genesis for this whole rebuild. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Yeah. 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 Um, there's some crazy what if scenarios that play out if the Predators, you know, even if one game goes a little bit different, uh, one game last season goes different. How different? What would be going on right now? Oh, everything all what is it? Everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. We need to see that with the Nashville Predators beating Arizona last season and see what dimension, you know, what dimension, where would things go? Yeah, uh, there is a multiverse in which the Predators <laughs> are not rebuilding right now. Yes. And who knows, maybe have a second round appearance uh, at on. some point after 2018. Yeah. All right. And, What's a minus for you, Nick? Uh, let's play painfully obvious, shall we, Anne? Can we talk about the injuries? Oh, my for the gosh. I mean, this is starting to just get insane yes uh, i mean you, you lost phil thomasino for for one game due to a what a, maybe was an injury maybe an illness uh you had a phil or you had luke evangelista yes. last night get hurt you have Yuso Parsonen still out philip forsberg uh just when it always appears that he might be on the verge of coming back there's a setback which that in itself i think is a big concern uh moving forward uh you had somebody else sick this weekend didn't luke we? evangelista missed last night's game yeah mentioned evangelista yeah. uh yeah who else did we Jen, oh. jen was sick for a while yeah. missed yeah. some time uh the fact that we're having to kind of remember <laughs> Uh, pretty much every injury that's happened should give you uh, a good sense of what's going on. And then you have Ryan McDonough, who oh for gosh. I think the 10th time this year just gets smacked in the face with a puck. Uh, luckily, not as bad as last time. But, you know, that man is like the Hans Moleman from Simpsons of the Nashville Predators. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, and the thing that sucks about this, Anne, is we are post-trade deadline, and this is an opportunity for, I think, the core to start playing with each other, you know, starting to get some opportunities to kind of gel and see how the end of the season goes, maybe build some momentum into next year. And now you're kind of robbed of that opportunity 
where you don't have a chance for Forsberg to play with some of these newer guys from the AHL that are hot. And, you know, maybe it is a good thing because maybe those players wouldn't have gotten an opportunity if there's a healthy Forsberg in the lineup. But, you know, you look at the players the Preds have now and you look at some of the missing pieces and it'd be like, man, it'd be really cool to kind of see how this all shakes out when everybody's healthy. You know, at the very least, you have some excitement going into, you know, the last few games of the season, you know, something for the team to kind of play for collectively. And the injuries are robbing them of a chance to do that. So yeah, a blaring minus for me. Yeah, you're right. I try to block it out, especially the poor Ryan Patrick and the puck thing. I'm just bless, bless his heart and his face. Just yeah. rough. Well, we can't end on a negative, Anne. No, never. We need a positive. So why don't you send us home with a final plus? I am going to give a fat plus to a player who did not even have a point last week until last night's game. But hear me out. Because this is a plus that I think is a long time coming. And I want to give a plus to Yakov Trenin. You want to talk about a player who just never takes a shift off, who never takes a minute off. You know, even when the Predators were struggling and they had kind of that meeting where they talked about like, hey, we're not putting it all out there. And they had this like painfully honest conversation. I hope that Yakov Trenin was sitting in that meeting on his phone, looking at different GIFs or GIFs or whatever you call them, and only half listening because friends, that conversation was not ever for Yakov Trenin. You know, this is a guy who gives 100%, 100 times on the ice. I truly will say, I cannot think of one time where I watched Yakov Trenin on the ice and thought, yeah, you know what? He's just phoning it in. There is no phoning yeah. in with Yakov Trenin. You know, and it's so funny. We we refer to him in our family. We call him Houdini because even though he kind of lumbers like a bear on skates, there is some way that he can mysteriously get behind a defense and get to the puck where they're like, where did this giant Russian guy come from? Like, yeah. he's just doing so many things well. And this is a player who is not flashy. Okay. He is not super graceful, but he is always all out, you know? And so for me, I just want to give a shout out to Yakov Trenin scored a goal in last night's game. He has one of the best goal celebrations of the Nashville Predators where he kind of jumps into the glass. Amazing. And just so everyone knows, like he has done such a fantastic job um, with his English and in interviews and Little secret, Yakov Trenin is funny AF. He oh, is. He he's is got coming. Personality. He has got some personality, and we are the lucky recipients of it. So for me, I just want to give a shout out to a guy who's maybe not going to always, you know, strike people as as flashy as Luke Evangelista or Philip Forsberg, but this is who you want on your team. So Yakov Trenin, my friend, giant fat plus. Absolutely. The man is a big piece for the Nashville Predators. And I mean, a big piece. (laughs) Somebody different, too. I think what's important about him is he brings a different dimension to the Nashville Predators. You know, that's something that's, you know, I think very important for his game as well. So kudos to you, Yakov. Love him. Kudos to you. Well, uh, let's see if the Nashville Predators can get some more kudos this week, shall we? 
the road trip is over. Hallelujah. They come home tomorrow to play in the Nick Morgan Invitational, which is, of course, Red Wings versus Predators. We'll have a preview of that game coming up for you tomorrow, plus plenty of more stuff to talk about this week on the Lockdown Predators podcast, so stay tuned. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at InsideThePreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at onthefourcheck.com. Follow me on Twitter, underscore NS Morgan. Also, be sure to follow the podcast itself, LO underscore Predators. And however you're tuning in, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Not only will you be the first to know when we have new stuff out for you, but it also helps us out. And we would like to thank you would like to help us out. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Back tomorrow with an all-new episode. We'll see you then.